Hi, Paul. How are you? Um, so this week I'm going to do something a little bit different. So if you don't know, where the hell have you been? But I'm currently in the launch period for the next round of the e-commerce accelerator. So I'll go into that in a little bit in a minute. But I decided to do something a little bit different. So over the next kind of six days, so obviously I don't really um, encourage work over the weekend. I think we should be able to take a break. So Monday to Friday this week and then Monday next week, I'm going to be releasing a new episode uh, on this podcast every single day covering one of the six weeks that we work through throughout the e-commerce accelerator. So not only will these episodes give you an insight into the group program itself, which I will talk about in a second but like every single podcast episode that I do on here I will be giving you some form of action to go away and do because remember pal nothing changes if you don't actually do something about it so I have to tell you that spaces are now available to sign up for tea the doors are open I don't know how I feel about that phrase but here we are Uh, and they will be closing on Tuesday the 1st of February at 5pm so if you don't know, the the e-commerce accelerator is a six-week group program. It's all new and improved. Uh, it's the third cohort that I will be running. So I've run it twice before. Uh, I think 13 incredible business owners have been through it previously. And previously it was four weeks. So I'm a great believer in improving things and taking feedback and all of that kind of great stuff. So previously it was four weeks and now it's six weeks and it's been purposely built for product-based business owners uh, so that you can help define what is calming in your business business shouldn't shouldn't be stressful yes it's not not easy but sometimes I think we over complicate things so it's all created to help you sell more stuff in a way that actually works for you and not kind of get caught up in the hamster wheel that you're potentially already on And so throughout the six weeks, each week we cover a different element of the customer journey. One of the biggest downsides, one of the biggest flaws I see with the small business owners that I work with is that we kind of get tunnel visioned into this one thing. We don't think about the much bigger picture. So I built this program based on the fact that, you know, every small business owner that I was talking to, that I was working with, was just really frustrated that they were relying relying on platforms like Instagram and Facebook and not finding any traction whatsoever. And you know, I'm not I'm not saying that some businesses haven't been built just on one platform. I know a couple of them um quite personally as well. So, you know, good for them. We you know, we're still here to champion them, but when you feel deflated by platforms like Instagram and Facebook and that you feel like you don't if you didn't constantly run on this hamster wheel of creating content, engaging with people, answering DMs, all of that kind of stuff, and you almost feel like if you didn't show up on those platforms and you wouldn't know where your next sale came from, then I would implore you to start looking at the much wider picture. So throughout the next six episodes, hopefully I'm going to help you do that um, in a much more kind of succinct way. Uh, I'm going to try and keep them as short as I possibly can. I had some great feedback when I did my last kind of feature like this, which was my tip in 10 minutes around email marketing. If you haven't listened to them, go and check them out. So yeah, six weeks with me, bunch of other incredible product-based business owners to help you get super clear. And the best bit is that you're surrounded by other people who just get it because I understand all too well how difficult that can be um, 
friends and family are great and they will always support you and that's amazing but when they kind of live in a bit of a different world in terms of work and life sometimes it can be quite hard so anyway sales pitch over enough of that let's get on with the episode so today we're going to start with clarity and goal setting clarity and goal setting is week one of the e-commerce accelerator group program and why well because it's super important I think personally um and how I kind of approach setting goals is I think a little bit different to others because truth be told I've always been absolutely shocking at setting them I got so caught up in kind of not knowing whether I was aiming for the right thing or not and you know (laughs) my brain kind of spiraled into the well what if I pick that one thing and then I work my ass off and I get there and actually I find out that I didn't want that thing and it's not actually what I wanted and now I've just wasted all this time and that's quite um negative thinking so you know if you're in that place then welcome to the gang <laughs> but it's also I can I I can fully appreciate how kind of jarring it is but you kind of have to almost kind of stop yourself and think actually no because even if you did you know aim for one thing and work your bum off and get there you're going to pick up on so many different things along the way so we kind of need to adapt our thinking a little bit um but I guess I just kind of wanted to share that just in case you were in that position just to know that you're not you're not a nut job don't worry about it (laughs) we're all there um so in this episode episode let's chat or at least at least let me kind of give you I've put together some questions and some prompts that will hopefully kind of get you thinking about this stuff. And so let's start with the big one. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you have your business? Why do you run it? And I mean that in the grandest scheme of things. You know, did you start your business because you were on maternity leave and you decided that you didn't want to go back to your job? Did you create a product that you felt that you needed, which is fabulous, by the way, but there can be some downfalls with that, which I have seen again firsthand, but we won't go into it. Do you know, do you want to contribute to your household income? Everybody's situation is so different. I know some of my friends, they, you know, the guy is still the breadwinner and they just feel so lost that they want to contribute something. Um... And they don't want to have to rely on their spouse or anybody else for that matter to pay their bills. Um, Is it that, you know, you kind of, you wanted to prove to your family and your friends that you didn't have to have a quote unquote proper job? How many times have you heard that? When are you going to get a real job? How's your small business? How's your little business? Oh God, it riles me up. Um, Is it a side hustle thing? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that whatsoever have you got a full-time gig and this is just kind of your creative outlet that you get to come home and do this thing and put your heart and soul into it and you don't don't actually want to run a big business and make all the money on the planet that's absolutely fine as well is it a case that you know you just want a bit of extra spending money um be able to go on holiday when you want like me you want to be able to go and jump on a plane when you've had enough (laughs) um is it that you want to be the breadwinner quote unquote I just, I hate that phrase so much, Um, and pay all of the bills and more and, you know, employ your other half and employ your mum and your sister. Um, And, you know, what does that, what does that dream life look like to you? Is it that you want to be able to just take Fridays off because 
just just because <laughs> let's finish that sentence is it that you kind of never want to miss your child's school play their football match is it that you want to be able to go on holiday three times a year i mean that's that's partially mine so i think i would question i'd start questioning with that first and foremost because how do you know what to do where to show up how to market your business or even who you're marketing to if you don't know what the end thing is if you don't know what you're aiming for in the first place you're just doing all of this stuff because because what because someone told you to because that person over there does it is is that really the life that you want to live so the reason I start with that question is because I genuinely give a shit about the people behind the business. I think one of the beauties of being a small business owner rather than the Jeff Bezos of the world is that you care and you you have passion and there's a reason why you do it. Whether that is to put food on the table or whether it is to be able to go on holiday more often it doesn't matter what that thing is, it's important because it's what you want, which is important. The people behind those businesses are important. Your happiness is important. I can't tell you the number of times I've almost given my parents heart attacks because I left jobs with nothing else to go to because I was unhappy. But I just, life's too short. You have to know why you're doing it and you have to know what you're aiming for. So, let me jump into some other questions, um, which I just thought I'd share some of these because they're the kind of questions and prompts and things that I think about when I'm not quite sure what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, all that kind of stuff. So hopefully they'll get you thinking. So the first one we've kind of covered. I could go a lot deeper. I'm not the most woo person on the planet, but once I kind of get into it, I'm a bit of a deep thinker and a bit of a, I like to understand why. <laughs> so if I go that way bear with um so first one we've covered so second one what do you want your life to look like and again that can kind of it kind of leads on from the first point in a way um but I have to stick to my own lane at this point and think marketing well so in in my world I kind of only plan six to twelve months ahead never any further than that and I don't know if that's why personally I quite struggle to kind of set goals and think about, you know, when someone says to you, where do you see yourself in five years time, in 10 years time? I've got no idea. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing next week. I obviously have some kind of idea, but to think that far ahead, it just, uh, no thanks. So have a think about what you want your life to look like in the next six to 12 months. Let's go with 12 months. It's easier, isn't it? But in my world, in the marketing world, I only ever plan kind of 12 months ahead and for good reason. None of us saw COVID coming, did we? Let's be honest. Things change. Things happen. Markets change. Countries, politicians change. Like everything changes and that can have an impact. Brexit, the amount of businesses that's had an impact on, it's not that we didn't see it coming, but things just change. We can't we, we have to learn to adapt rather than plan for them. So, yeah. What do you want your life to look like? And with this one, go into as much detail as possible. So, like I said, if you know me, I'm not overly woo. So you have to find what works for you and go and do that. If a vision board, you know, creating a Pinterest board or printing pictures out and going old school and getting magazines and 
cutting your dream holiday and your dream car and your dream house and sticking on a board and sticking them in front of you works if creating a graphic in canva and having it as your your phone background works you do that if writing in a journal you do that whatever it is find what works for you and just try things out and make sure that you include all of the tiny little details you know what time of day will you wake up what's the room that you wake up going to look like and feel like Are you going to be on your own? Are you going to have six kids? (laughs) Are you making them all breakfast? Are they making you breakfast? Think about how you genuinely want to live and just get it all out. I always tend to find a real life pen and paper really massively helps. Just ignore the world or put on some really calming music. Put your phone into aeroplane mode and just let your brain wander. And the next bit, which... I'm going to go into more detail in tomorrow's episode. but So don't get too hung up on making this really, really specific. But I challenge you to put a number against that life. So how much would you need to earn? We're going back to business. Because yes, your goals and your dreams and your plans matter as a human being. They just do. I genuinely think that. But in order for you to run that business, in order for you to have that life, how much would you need to be making in order for that to become a reality? Is it 30 grand? Is it 50 grand a year? Is it 100 grand? Is it 1.6 million? Just try and put a number on it. And like I said, don't get too bogged down with it right now. Um, Of course, as we all know, it costs money to run a business. If you're, regardless of whether you're service-based or product-based, it costs money to run a business, (laughs) full stop. So don't worry about all of that kind of stuff yet. I'm going to go into that tomorrow, but just try and put a number against it. And I guess what all I would say is if you can imagine your life in the next three, five, ten years time, go for it and then work your way backwards. As, As we kind of work through this, this week with these episodes and throughout tea, I will always only focus on the next year because there's just so much outside of that. But if you're one of these people that you're saying, you know, in five years time, I'm going to live in Australia and I'm going to have six employees and I'm going to have a warehouse and all of this kind of stuff. Great. Go for it. But if you DM me and we have a conversation, I'm going to ask you what your next year's number is. (laughs) Just a heads up. So you've probably heard the next one a million times. The famous Simon Sinek wrote a cynic, cynic, I'm not sure I've said that right, Uh, wrote a book about it, also did a TED talk, I would encourage you to go watch the TED talk on YouTube if you haven't already, apparently it's pretty much the same as the book, so I've never actually read the book, Um, but what's your why? So it kind of leads on from the last point, but like I said, I genuinely believe that the people behind the business especially in our kind of small business world, are just as important as the business. Your happiness matters. So I think that we all have two whys. We have a why as to why we're doing it. I wonder how many times I'm going to say why in this episode. (laughs) We all have a why as to why we're doing it. What benefits does it give to us? Is it, you know, that we can go on holiday three times a year? Great. But then the second part is for business purposes. You know, why have you created the business? What problem do you solve? don't get hung up on that sentence we'll get we'll come back to that 
what what does it add to the world what what problem do you solve why should a customer shop with you over somebody else why does your business exist what's the what's the point of it and don't panic if you don't know if you're not sure just again get some stuff out of your head just try it so the next prompt review where you're currently at so i tend to find that we're all constantly looking for the next thing, striving for the next thing, aiming for the next thing, aiming for the next milestone, whether it's a thousand followers on Instagram, uh, 2000 email subscribers, whatever, we're always going for the next thing. We don't ever stop to kind of go, oh, this is where I wanted to be six months ago. I did it in six months rather than a year. Oh my God. So whatever you do, just take stock of where you're currently at right now. Where do you spend all of your time, day to day? I know I'll hold my hands up and I'm sure this will make a few people quite happy. (laughs) I'm not half as productive as I could be, should be, want to be, need to be, categorically. I procrastinate a lot. And if you haven't listened to my episode um, with Kristen, go and do that because it kind of comes up in, in our topic of conversation in that episode. But the the topic around saying that you're constantly busy, I have fallen into that trap more than I care to admit and thinking, oh, I've, I've got so much to do, I'm so busy. But actually when I stop and say, I'm just wasting an hour just scrolling on my phone, was that really what I needed? Sometimes it is and that's okay. This is not, this is not an episode to encourage you to beat yourself up. That's not what's happening. But just actually... Grab a pen and some paper and have a think. And if you can, go back to the, you know, whenever you started your business, whether that was longer than 12 months ago or not, look at the last 12 months. As I say, if you can, if you've not been going that long, then that's absolutely fine. And just have a think about what you did in that month and what that then caused. You know, did you show up on Instagram stories every day and therefore you can actually see a correlation between that and your sales? Did you send out four emails rather than none can you see a correlation in your sales so have a think about what you did what worked what didn't just take stock and then from that you know question what did you learn in the last 12 months is there kind of areas of your business that you maybe found out that you don't particularly like truth be told (laughs) this is going to be a bit of a hard pill to swallow But there are always going to be elements that we all have to do that we don't particularly like. Apart from accountants, who likes reconciling banks and QuickBooks or Xero, whatever you use? I don't. It's not fun. But but it sometimes helps to kind of see, was there something that I did that I, I found actually I really enjoy that? I enjoy getting in front of the camera and creating reels or absolutely I hate it and therefore I don't want to do it have a think about what you've learnt. did you take a course and maybe you learned something new you invested in yourself take time to celebrate those things pal if you're investing in yourself and it's paying off did it did it pay off didn't it pay off what have you learned? is it that you know um you had a completely different job beforehand and now you're just learning that how much money you need to put into stock how much money you need to put into marketing give yourself a pat on the back and a bit of a break frankly I think we all need that 
Your next prompt. What are your strengths and weaknesses? <laughs> I felt a little bit sick when I wrote this one down, to be honest. Because doesn't it bring back just such bad flashbacks of, like, corporate interviews? It always used to be, where do you see yourself in five years? And what are your strengths and weaknesses? That people just kind of go, because we feel like we're selling ourselves and we don't we don't want to be negative about ourselves but we're all human <laughs> and i think we sometimes need to remember that we all have strengths we all have weaknesses and there is literally nothing wrong with either we should be celebrating both of them because we can't all be good at everything and when we kind of think when i think back to the conversation i had with leanne about on our tough love tuesdays episodes Liam raised a really valid point in that what do you value more in terms of if you know you completely suck at something wouldn't it just be easier to to pay somebody else to do it in half the time you not have the stress you not have the headache and I know that sounds really simplified and you you're probably just sat there and said yeah but Lorna I don't have the money but at some point we have to realize that we all have strengths and we all have weaknesses and in order for us to grow or for us to reach that goal something's got to change we can't all just keep doing the same stuff every single day and expecting something different right isn't that literally the definition of insanity have i got that quote wrong might have got that quote wrong don't listen to it don't quote me on that (laughs) but we all have weaknesses and strengths so as I said, this this whole episode is not me prompting you to go and beat yourself up. Whatever you do, do not do that. But you have to recognise the things that you're really, really good at and the things that maybe you're not great at. Because actually, I think I've come to realise more so in the last year, even though my my brain says, all the stuff that you're crap at, go and get better at it. That's my instinct. But actually realistically and logically I think would probably be the worst best word it doesn't make sense for me to try and improve my weaknesses it makes sense for me to get stronger at my strengths and get rid of my weaknesses onto somebody else who it's their strength right that kind of makes sense but yeah we all have things that we're bloody great at and some that we're not so good at but I would encourage you to try and keep it as objective as possible so you know are you a great planner and a great organizer but maybe you're not so hot on the kind of the tiny little details you're like me you miss a spelling mistake once (laughs) once every so often have a think about them and try and keep them really objective don't beat yourself up and say oh i'm really shit at this or i'm really crap at that that that's not what this is about and then I'll leave you with one more final little question um, because I'm trying to keep this episode short and sweet. I don't know how short and sweet this has actually been, but um, it kind of links back into the first point, but it's interesting. Um, So my question is, what would have to happen in the next 12 months for you to be able to say you're successful? Not everybody else around you, not your friends. I'll repeat it. What would have to happen in the next 12 months for you to be able to say, I'm successful? What does success look like to you? Because 
we all get caught up in people living their best lives on the gram and we think that person over there is a success because they drive a particular car or they've gone on holiday to a particular place. But we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know if they're genuinely happy. And I think this this comparison crap's got to just stop. <laughs> it's got to change. So I am questioning you. What does success look like to you? Forget everybody else right now. Forget the weight of husbands, wives, parents, their opinions, <laughs> all of the stuff that comes with that. Just think about yourself. What would have to happen in the next 12 months for you to sit there and go, do you know what? I'm successful. I made it. Because 12 months time, you're going to be sitting there thinking about the next 12 months and you're going to forget to do this and to sit there and say, did I, did I reach that goal? Did I do that thing? And so that's it for today's episode. It's a bit weird doing a solo episode now, you know, um, I feel a bit stiff's not the right word, but you know know what I mean? feel a bit, um, out of touch because I've been doing so many guest episodes. So yeah, that's it for today. Uh, with releasing a new episode each and every day, I just wanted to try and keep them short and sweet and just kind of give you something that you can take away um, and go and do. So I hope you find these questions and prompts helpful. Uh, I would absolutely love to hear all about it. And if you're feeling brave and you want to share them and you want some extra accountability, I always find that sharing something that I've kind of realised, I've had a massive realisation or breakthrough, it kind of almost kind of keeps me accountable a bit when when I share it with somebody. Um, come and DM me on Instagram. I'd love to have a chat. I'm sure there'll be a post up at some point promoting this episode. So come and comment on that. I'd absolutely bloody love to hear them. Um, and then lastly, you know, I'd be crap at my job if I didn't keep talking about it. So if you are a product-based business owner, why not check out the e-commerce accelerator? I know that it's not in everyone's price range, but, um, it's a group program I care more I put so much effort into it it's not even funny to the point I always need like a week off afterwards just to recoup so this time around will be interesting now that it's six weeks and not four weeks uh but yeah I can't wait uh to see you in there if you fancy it if you have any questions whatsoever you anything there are payment plans available all of the details are on my website and as always I will pop a link to the show notes so that you can go and find everything out um quickly and easily the first spot has already been taken so if you fancy joining them and our previous um members and previous cohorts because they get to do it again then it would be absolutely fantastic to see you there but yeah uh until tomorrow when i'm back talking about planning and strategy which I don't know how I'm going to keep that episode short and sweet, but I am. It's a challenge. I like a challenge. Um, I will be back in your headphones tomorrow morning. Um, Yeah, hope to see you there. Peace out. See you, bye.